0: Okay, so I was supposed to be
1: going to sleep, but one of my friends called me and her and I had a very emotional uh, conversation and I'm like, I can't go to sleep after this. I can't, (laughs) I can try, but I know that I'm not going to be able to. So right now I'm kind of just on the couch in fetal position with my little cover and my little adult onesie. uh sorry about that. And my little adult onesie on. And I have my little uh Shanghai water that I've
0: been drinking on, all day today. And I want to
1: come on here and talk about something. Uh,
0: the subject
1: is is going to be very different from what I usually talk about, and. I'm going to be talking about uh what I'm going through doing my my healing process, okay? Now uh
0: the healing process for me has been but
1: well, when I first started it was like okay, I know I have to do this. There is no way around this. I'm going to do this. I would write down all the things that I wanted to work on within me i wor- I wrote down all of the things that I wanted to work on, and every day i sh- was trying to work towards that particular thing that I had on a list and one of them were uh, well I'm not going to give you my whole list I'm just not going to do that, but some of the things out doubt were on my list were in my insecurities I wanted to work on my um my sugar. I wanted to work on my friendships, my relationships, my bond with my uh, my uh my family members that I have become distanced from. And, you know, I wanted to also work on my ability to say no. Um, my ability to say no. I'm gonna talk about that one right now. I'm gonna talk about the others, but I'm gonna talk about this one right now. I have this thing where um I it's just me. Okay, it's just me. I don't have any children. I don't have I'm not married. I don't, you know, it's just me. And I suffer with an addiction for a long time. All right. And I wanted to do something that can keep my mind going. Because for me the addiction was never about uh it was never
0: about the feeling it was more
1: for me about the headspace. for me i would let my emotions tell me that i needed something to come back what i was feeling all right so it was never the feeling of being high or anything like that i was coping more with uh the feeling that was in my head the thoughts that were always in my head i wanted them to totally go away so when i got high um, off lean that did that for me. Okay, so
0: I started to, you know,
1: I started to drink. I started to do lean all the time, all the time. Lean, 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 lean all day, every day. Like I said before, I sent up to sundown. And when I was in the moment, I was thinking to myself, "I don't need this. I don't want this. I don't need this." I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. But I never, I, I, uh, I couldn't, I was too hooked. I couldn't. And I thought to myself one day, if this is about my headspace, I just need to have a countermeasure to, um, come back,
0: you know, what I was feeling to clear it out. So I started to, um, I started to be interested in
1: different things i was doing this over here and this over here and that over there and that over there and that over there so i found something that stuck with me and i wanted to do so i started being a shot girl a shot girl is somebody who gives high hydrogelonics to people who want to um Improve their wrinkles or whatever in their face. I started doing that. I went to school for that. I got certified, whatever. And I started doing it myself. I used to work at a spa, but I didn't want to work there. So I just started doing it myself. And um, when I started doing that and I started making the money from that, my desire to drink was not there anymore. Whenever I would get the urge to drink something, I would, I gotta go get my gun. I gotta go get my gun. I gotta work. I gotta work. I gotta work. So I got, I switched out the addiction for work. And that's how I've been handling my addiction, right? But what comes along with that is, I should have just dealt with the addiction, but what comes along with that is the money that I've made from the next addiction that i picked
0: up which happened to be overworking all right now i'm going to tell you that
1: okay on a regular day if i have only three clients on a regular day depending on what they want that's an easy maybe in between a thousand to
0: eleven hundred dollars just three clients. If I work all day.
1: And I'm dealing with more clients and more clients and more clients. I was making a lot. I was making. Well, I am. I'm still doing it. But I'm, I'm resting right now. I'm not doing it right now. No, I'm not doing it right now. Um, for one, I, I'm not doing it because I'm going through something personal and the other thing i'm not the other reason why i'm not doing it is because i'm i'm doing this whole healing process so i decided to not do uh the shots right now but i can tell you i've been
0: a day when i would see at least at least from the whole day and all night i would have seen at least seven people at least at least
1: seven people and that's a lot of money. All right. And so I talked to my dad about it and he was like, that's good money. What are you doing with your money? And when I first started, I was just basically keeping it in the house. I, I, I was keeping it in the house. And then my brother's girlfriend, at the, well, my deceased brother, his girlfriend ended up getting pregnant. And I started helping them with their bills. And my brother started asking me for money and I started helping him with this. And I was doing something with my money and I was content with that. Like I switched out an addiction for another addiction, which was overworking. The money that was coming from me overworking, I was making so much. I didn't have anything to do with it. So I started taking care of my brother's child and I started taking care of my brother and his responsibilities at home. Like my brother didn't even have to work. I was paying his rents. I was paying his car note. I was paying, uh, three of his bills. I was giving him money on the side to do what he needed to do on the side or whatever. I was doing that. I was doing all of that. I was taking care of them. I was taking care of him and his family. So I was doing that for a little while, and that was helping with my addiction. I felt like I had a purpose. I had to work. I got other responsibilities that I have to take care of. And I was okay with that. I was okay with that for a very long time, okay?
0: So in doing that,
1: I was able to kill the addiction to drink. I was able to kill the addiction to drink. I wasn't mad at that. No one was mad at that. Okay. But then I noticed that word got out that I was helping my brother. And then other people in my family were like, can you do this? Can you do this? Could you do this? I need this. I need this. I need this. And I became the martyr for my family. Like they knew not to go and ask my dad for money because he's going to tell them no. My dad's a doctor. He's going to, he got money. He's going to tell them no. Get off your ass and get your own money. That's my dad. That's my dad talking through me. He's going to say that. But with me, it was always. okay. I can I can help you. I can help you do this and I can help you do that. I can help you get your man out of jail. I can help you get Christmas stuff for your kids. I can help you uh, pay your colonel. I can help you. Pay rent. I can help you with a bill. I, and it became that. And people in my family abused that. And it became a point where I was taking care of grown niggas. Like, I was taking care of grown people that are able bodies to work. All of that has been put on me even now, even now, even right now. I'm not going to lie to you. I take care of four people, four grown adult people. Four. Four. And I won't count, I won't count my, I will not count my, uh, my guard children. I have two guard children. One is a little boy. My, you know, I post him on my Instagram all the time. I support him. You know, I give her, I give my, uh, I give him what he needs or whatever. And I also help my dad. Well, I don't help my dad, but I pitch in and do my part and help take care of, uh, my niece, my brother's deceased. So I pitch in and help take care of his baby, but four grown, uh, for grown adults, I, I help take care of. All right. Two men and two women, these people, nothing's wrong with them. You guys, nothing is wrong with these people. Even be, I was taking care of these people before the pandemic hit. All right. So these are Four grown adult people that are
0: on me, and I handle
1: I I handle their needs, like they call me and I'm there, and that's been put on me. So a lot of the times when I am a certain way, or I'm mad, or I'm upset, or I'm needy, or I'm whining, or some that's because. I am taking care of four, I'm taking care of four grown, four grown adults. My dad is going to hear this in the flip because he suspected it, but I never confirmed it. And because I'm dealing with a personal issue, because I'm dealing with a personal issue right now, my, uh, my, my podcast is going to get, A little bit more personal um my friend michelle was like you know what you just let it all out just let it all out you know this is your chance let it all out so i'm taking care back to this i'm taking care of four adult people
0: that can work that can work
1: these are not teenagers these are grown people in their 30s and 40s years old that i'm taking care of by myself And I have spoiled them to the point where I can't say no to them anymore. They're dependent on me now. Like, like maybe like two, no, three days ago, one of these people called me and was like, now I'm dealing with a personal, you know, I'm dealing with something personal right now. So this actually, this actually was, uh no, this was actually Saturday. This was actually Saturday. I I'm dealing with something personal, so I'm already fucked up in the hair right now. So this person calls me and was
0: like, "You know Christmas is coming. What you gonna do?"
1: And I'm like, "What do you mean? What am I gonna do? Like, what are you talking about?" Like they they were basically telling me what they wanted for Christmas. Now this is a grown ass man. Telling me that he wants an Apple watch for Christmas. Like, I'm thinking to myself, like, are you serious? I'm. My head is like, are you serious right now? Like, are you serious? So instead of me voicing my opinion, telling him where to go
0: and telling him no. What I did, what I did, me.
1: I bought him an Apple watch. That's what he wanted for Christmas. He's dependent on me. He's he's spoiled. I did that
0: to him. And these people know how to play on my sympathy. And they ask me for stuff all the time. They If they could, they would every day. Okay? And...
1: It's a lot on me. Like it's a, it's a lot on me. You have absolutely no idea how it feels to be able to not be able to tell someone who you spoiled. No.
0: No. Even through my
1: shadow work, even through my conversations, even through everything, it's like I would say no. I would not answer the phone. I would turn off my phone. But at some point, my conscience tells me, You did that. You did that. You, you did that. So (laughs) I'm in a very hard position. Like, it's a lot on me. Like, a lot on me. I have no kids. I damn near, i'm holding on to a relationship that I'm not even sure it is going to work out I try to compact an addiction i I'm not working right now but I, i'm good i'm 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 good on money i'm good i'm i i i can work at any time I just decided to while I'm in this healing process to not do the 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 shots but right now i am really not able to touch anyone right now. I can't touch a face right now at all. I can't be around. I can't, I can't do it. Not right now. So it's like,
0: I'm at a point where I'm at a point where I, I don't know what to do for these people anymore. I've told them no.
1: My conscience tells me yes. I did that to them. And then everybody wants to do something for their family for Christmas, for holidays. They call me. They don't get off their ass and hustle and work like I do. They don't do that. They
0: call me. They call me.
1: They know I don't have any other responsibilities. They know what kind of money did I make. I'm also trying to. I put, a, I do, I, I do, I'm making a point to put away money for my own dreams, my own dreams I have my own spa. And I've been doing very well with that. But I'm to a point that if I open up my own spa, how many people are going to feed off me then? How many people are going to want to feed off me then?
0: I'm worried. I'm worried about that type of shit. Like, I'm worried about that. And I think about it on a, I think about all of this shit on a regular basis. And I don't know
1: what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen. I I I really don't know what's going to happen. Okay. I was talking to my friend, Michelle, and she was like, you need someone in your corner who's going to help you in the process of telling people no or telling people this and something. I don't have that. I don't have that. I don't. When
0: people call me and ask me for something. It's very hard for me to say no. I'll say no only if I don't have it. And it's very rare. Very rare. Okay. I'm the type of person that if I. If I tell you no, I feel so bad by telling you no, that I will go and hustle to get you what you need. I'm that person. If I tell you no and I don't have it, it makes me feel less of a person.
1: i I hate doing podcasts when they break down but i'm dealing with a lot i'm dealing with a lot and like i said over the next couple of days i'm going to get a lot of stuff out
0: because i'm dealing with something personal and a lot of stuff needs to come out but i'm just dealing with a lot i cover up a lot i i cover up a lot of things
1: I put on a smiley face all the time for people. But I am very, very hurt. I'm a very hurt person in the inside. And it's because I take on so much. And I give myself and I spread
0: myself thin for everyone else but me.
1: And (laughs) my friend Michelle is going to flip when she listens to this. Because her and I just broke down over the phone over some other stuff. And she was, you know, she's awesome. She's awesome. I just need to take time for me. I need to say no. I need to work on me. I need to just put everything else aside. Everything else, everybody, everything else, including my relationship, everybody, every friendship, my father, I need to put the kids to the side i need to put everything on the side because i'm breaking down emotionally outside of all the giggles and the laughs and the 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 you know everything i'm hurting like i'm a whole mess in the inside you
0: guys like seriously i can
1: do these podcasts and sound amazing but when it's all said and done, and no one's here but me, and I'm thinking and I'm reflecting, I'm not happy. I have too much on my plate. I don't know how to get this shit off of my plate. I have created this whole monster that I can't kill, that i I cannot kill, and I'm dealing with this on a regular basis. I give away so much I have over the past
0: let's say over the past four years I have given away so much of my hard earned money
1: to people who I know do not deserve it. Like it had gotten to a point where I would just give bombs
0: $100 just because I took on responsibilities that I can't kill. I
1: can't kill. And I have to stop this podcast right now because I'm feeling, I'm not feeling it. I have to stop right now because I have to stop. But I will record tomorrow.
0: I love you guys. Until next time.